my God. Your strength is made perfect in our weakness. Oh Lord, continue to build us up in our most holy feet, my God. Teach us to pray in the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, have your way. Have your way in our rising up. Have your way in our sitting down. Have your way in us, O God. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, love of my soul. Hey, Lord. Have your way. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Fill our cups, Lord. Oh, fill our cups, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Send your anointing, oh God. Anoint us, we pray. Oh, yes, Lord. Jesus. 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 We call on you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus, oh, hear a cry, while on others thou art calling, my God, my God, uh, do not pass us by, uh, Lord, we need you, Lord, uh, we need your grace, uh, we need your compassion, uh, Oh, Lord, you're slow to anger. You're plenteous in mercies, my God. Father, forgive us our sins. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, continue to look upon us, oh God. Have your way. Have your way, oh God, in our midst. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning. Thanking you again, O oh God, for another day. 
a day you have made for us to rejoice and be glad, a, a day to praise your name, a day to look to you, uh, strengthen us, O oh God, as we study together, as we learn one from another. Remember, Minister Lester Reed, this morning, my God, visit him, O oh God, uh, touch his body, hey, Lord, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Uh, my God, my God, remember Mr. Ratcher, my God, and his family. Oh, visit with them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, my God, Lord, we look to you. We trust in you. We hope in you. We believe in you, oh God. Uh, remember Bishop Stevens and his family, Lord. Uh, hey, Lord, as they prepare for a break, my God. Uh, oh, yes, Lord. Visit with them, Lord. Uh, oh, God, we look to you. Uh, we call upon you. Remember Pastor Bats, Lord, uh, and the work he's doing. Uh, oh, God, draw others to him, my God. God, uh, draw souls that they may hear your word. Remember, Minister Griffiths, Lord, uh, hey, Lord, as he call out to you, as he call upon your name, letting your word go forth. Uh, Minister Nigel Dawkins, my God, on the work he's doing, uh, continue to strengthen and protect him. Uh, protect him, oh God, hey, hey Lord, and is coming and is going. Uh, Lord, you see his faithfulness, his dedication, my God. Uh, Stir him up, oh God. Stir up his family. Send him help from the sanctuary. And strengthen him out of Zion. Remember, Minister Brown, oh God, and the work that she's doing and that's done. Oh Lord, to keep your people, my God. Rain, Lord, continue to visit with her. Give her that opportunity, Lord, to continue to do that evangelism. Hey, Lord, in the name of Jesus, the Katengas, my God. Oh, foreign missions, Lord, all the things that we do. Hey, Lord, we call upon you. Remember, Minister Dennis, Lord, and his evangelism each day, Lord, as he goes about telling men and women about the goodness of Jesus and all that you have done, my God. Lord, we pray for your people everywhere. Remember, Mother Grant, my God, continue to strengthen her, continue to build her up in her most holy faith. My God, as she prays in the Holy Spirit, give us the mind, O oh God, to run and not be weary. Yes, Lord, to walk and not faith. Remember those who call on your name in sincerity, my God. Father, remember all who publish your word. Let their company be great. My God, my God, remember those that are out of the way, my God. Father, we pray and we know that you love us, Lord. Hey, Lord, chasing those that are out of the way to come to the love of Jesus Christ. Father, fill us with your spirit. Send your anointing, my God, we pray. Anoint us. Hey, Lord, from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet. Hallelujah, Lord, let your love prevail. Lord, remember the leaders, my God, everywhere. We pray for kings and all those that are in authority, my God. We pray for them so we may lead a quiet and a peaceable life. Remember those, yes, Lord, in government, legislatures, the judiciary, the senators, my God. Hey, Lord, remember those first responders, all those who are involved in this 
battle. Lord, give us the strength to endure, to overcome. For if we suffer with you, my God, we shall reign with you. Lord, give us that overcoming power of the Holy Ghost. Give us that mind, that spirit. Oh, God, to persevere, to press on the upward way. Oh, God, gaining new heights every day. Oh, God, remember Bishop Cole, my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Scooter and Frank. Hey, Lord, remember Denise. Remember my children, oh, God. Oh, Andrew and Jermaine and Terrell and his children, my God, and their children. Lord, visit with them like, oh, God, hey. Lord, we call upon you in the name of Jesus. Have your way, oh, God, in our midst. Have your way, O oh God. Lord, we thank you because we depend on you. We wait on you. We trust in you. Oh, Lord, help us to trust in you with all of our hearts. Help us not to try to figure it out with our own understanding. But in all our ways, O oh God, help us to acknowledge you you direct our path we thank you god remember all my relatives oh god remember sister valerie bennett and the bennett family the notice family the molten family my god remember minister jenny claiborne and her family oh god remember the fosters and the foresters and the clarks and oh god all the names my god you know them in the name of jesus oh god continue to fill our cup Fill it up, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're awesome, God. Hallelujah. Have your way, O oh God. Have your way. Have your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, glory to your precious name, oh God. Oh, remember, Minister Wayne Forrester, my God, and his faithfulness to your word. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, have your way. Bishop Peter David, my God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A pleasant good morning to you, you and you, Brother Brown, here this morning. And it's good to be back. Today is Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. And this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters program. And our topic today, we. We are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit. Paul, in his writings to the Romans, tells us that we have not, Romans chapter 8, verse 15, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So Paul tells us that we should worship God, yes, in the spirit. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry our Father. We know that the Israelites, yes, and Moses gave them, he gave them the law, but God had made a covenant with Abram 
in regards to circumcision, the outward cutting of the flesh. But we who worship God in the spirit have had our hearts circumcised, cut, broken, that we might serve God in spirit and not with the outward workings of the flesh. So the Apostle Paul tells us in the book of Philippians that we are the circumcision. We are those who have had that spiritual cutting, having our hearts circumcised and the word of God written upon the tables of our hearts. So we worship God in spirit. Now Paul, as I said previously, told us about the spirit of bondage. Many times there are those who would desire to bring one again into bondage and fear, but we have not received this spirit from God of bondage, but we receive the spirit of the perfect liberty, the spirit of Jesus Christ. Now Romans 8.23 tells us that the creature, the old creation of God, grown it, groan it, waiting for the adoption, waiting to be free in Christ Jesus. Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruit of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wait the redemption, the catching up of our bodies. We are waiting to be caught up. The creature cries, creation cries, the earth cries, the seas and the skies, they cry. But not only they, ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan. We groan at what's happening in our world. We groan at what's happening in our families. We groan at what is happening around us. Why? Because we are in the judgments of God. The Bible says all his ways are judgment. All the ways of God are judgment. Eternal judgment I might add. Now, Paul in writing to the Romans continues in chapter 9 verse 4. Speaking about Israel, he says, They, the Israelites, to whom pertain the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises, the Israelites also experience the same things that we do. But Israel has been blinded. Blindness in part came to them through God. Blindness in part to Israel, till we, the people of God, till we, the Gentile nations, have come in to the body of Christ. Blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So we have an opportunity at this time to come to Jesus Christ because the Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God along with the promises blindness in part came to them until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Why? Because God came to them first through Jesus Christ to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. The law was given by Moses, given to Israel, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So he came unto his own. He came to Israel and they received him not, but they turned their backs. 
So he is making them jealous by a foolish nation. So we have an obligation to turn to the Lord. In Romans chapter 8, verses 29 and 30, it tells us, For whom he did foreknow, whom God did foreknow, he did also predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren so god did predestinate that we should be conformed to the image of jesus christ jesus christ being the firstborn from the dead moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called so the fact that god foreknew us set up destination for us a path that we be conformed to the image of jesus christ whom he did predestinate he called them no man can come to god except the spirit draw him so god called those he foreknew and predestinated whom he called he also justified whom he justified them he also glorified we will be glorified in christ jesus now the word tells us in ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 having predestinated us the fact that god chose to predestinate us unto the adoption of children by jesus christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will so we are the circumcision not works that we do not the keeping of traditions and commandments and rules and regulations but by trusting in jesus christ he predestinated us unto the adoption of children by jesus christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will now the word says, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. The fact that he predestinated us, he places a price, a reward there for us, an inheritance, because we have in him that inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things. God worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. You hear men and women talking about their will and their free will and all that kind of stuff and the current situation that exists, they are unable to even help themselves. They are being driven, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine because God purposed all things after the counsel of his own will. So we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit. Our text today comes from Philippians chapter 3, Philippians the third chapter. Paul, in writing to the church at Philippi, wrote these words. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter your situation, joy strengthens you so paul wrote to the church in philippi that had seen his trials had seen his beatings his imprisonment the treatment he received had experienced the earthquake and he told them to rejoice in the lord no matter what preceded your current circumstances i want you to rejoice paul said finally my brethren rejoice in the lord then he said 
to write the same things to you, to me, indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. He says, me writing to you, I write to you the things that I wrote to the Galatians, the Corinthians, the Romans, the Ephesians. I am writing those things to you that I wrote to the Colossians. You Philippians, I am writing to you, I'm saying to you the same things that I said to all the churches. And to me, it's not grievous. It is not wearing me out. It's not causing me grief to be repetitious in the things that I say and the things that I write. But for you, it is safe. The word tells us that we should speak the same thing, having the same mind and being on one accord. So to write the same things to you, to me, is not grievous, but for you, it is safe. Paul then went into more detail, telling them, beware of dogs. Beware. Be on your guard. Don't become complacent. Falling asleep. You have to be on your guard. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. Those who call themselves the legalists. So he repeats a word three times. Beware. One of the things you find about the church is that it has gotten into the place of uh, covetousness, envy, wanting the things of this world that is off guard. And so often the church is caught off guard because its awareness is missing. The watchman is missing. Those who are supposed to be pointing out and sounding the trumpet are missing. But Paul said, beware of dogs. There are those that will bring fightings and wars among you. Beware of them. Be aware of those who sow the seeds of discord. Be aware of them. Be aware of those that bring fighting and divisions among you with their own selfish ambitions, their pride and their foolishness. Be aware of dogs. Beware of dogs. You got to know the dog. Paul said, beware of evil workers. There are some that are evil, innate. It's inborn. It's in them. It did not come out. They did not become new creatures. But they just got baptized. But they're not filled with the Spirit of God. They do not worship God in the Spirit, but they worship in the flesh. He said, beware of evil workers. You will know them by their fruit. And then he said, beware of the legalists. Beware. Be on your guard. Those who are pointing out things are called, this is sin and that is sin and that is sin over there and that is, what can wash away my sin? Tell me. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Tell me. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Tell me how to get right. Tell me how to live right. Tell me how to walk right. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. But I got to be on my guard against you. Because the Bible tells me, beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. And beware of the legalists. The concision. Why? For we are the circumcision. We are those who have had our hearts broken and have become contrite. 
We are those who have the words of God written upon the tables of our hearts. We are the circumcision. Why? We worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Folk will tell you how they do and what they do and where they do and all of that is good. But we are the circumcision. We have had our arse our hearts broken. We are now contrite. We have asked the Lord to create within us a clean heart and to renew a right spirit within us. You need a right spirit in you. You have a wrong spirit. You have an evil spirit. You have a doggish spirit. The word says, Beware of dogs. I got to be on my guard. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. Then Paul says, we are the circumcision. We worship God in spirit. And we rejoice in Christ Jesus. We rejoice in what he has done. He hung on the cross. He shed his blood for us. We accept his forgiveness. We have no confidence in the flesh. We don't tell about ourselves. We don't tell about how great we have done the work we have done and what we did in the past and what we doing and all that kind of stuff. No confidence in the flesh. Without Christ, we can do nothing. Paul then said, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. Might. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh. If any other man thinketh that he have whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Paul pointed out that there are those who will tell of their pedigree, their background, where they're from, what they have done, which family they came from, who their foreparents were, all that stuff. None of that stuff saves you. None of that repentance and remission of sins in the name of Jesus is the one way for all. Neither is there salvation in any other Paul then said he was circumcised the eighth day. He was of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. You notice he did not say he was a Jew. Now, that word Jew comes from the tribe of Judah. They were called Jews. But Paul was a Benjamite. Paul was a Benjamite. So he said he was circumcised the eighth day, the eighth day, he was of the stock of Israel. He was of the tribe of Benjamin. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. That means the Hebrews looked up to him as an Hebrew. He fulfilled the requirements, the letter of the law, being circumcised the eighth day. He was of the upper crust families in Israel, which tribe Benjamin. Hebrews looked up to him. He said, as touching the law, he was a Pharisee. When it comes to the practice of the Jews' religion, the legal aspects, he was a Pharisee. And the Pharisees believed in angels, resurrection, and spirits, while the Sadducees didn't. So Paul said he was a Pharisee. Now he said concerning zeal, he was so zealous that when he thought the church was a threat, to the ways of his father, he persecuted the church. When he thought the church was a threat 
to the ways, the traditions of the fathers, he persecuted the church. And as touching the righteousness which was in the law, he was blameless. He kept the law. He did that which he knew, that which he could. He was zealous. He walked in the traditions and the writings of the law. He was blameless. But then Paul realized some things. He said, what things were gained to me? The things that I thought were to my advantage, that, went, that were profitable, the things I thought would bring me great benefit. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. When he met Christ, when he came into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the things that he thought were profitable, were gained, he realized he counted them lost for Christ. Christ is all of that and more. Christ is better, better than Moses, better than the angels, better than the prophets, better than the priests. Christ is greater. The Bible says, let all the angels of God worship him. And Paul said, doubtless, I count all things but laws for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Paul said, oh that I may know him. Church, you jump and you sing and you talk about worship. You know not what you worship, Jesus said. The Bible says, let everything that I breath praise the Lord. But we need the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Oh, that we may know him. We got to get to know him. Your beautiful arguments, your fine words, your flowery words are not the knowledge of Christ. We have to know him. We have to know that it is he that was found worthy to open the seals of the book. All the revelations that we see are those that Christ have allowed us to see as he opened the book. He opened up our eyes. He opened up our understanding. He opens up our mind. Yes, doubtless, I count all things but laws for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. So I have to seek to know him. I have to seek to know his word. I have to pursue. I have to press on. I have to seek for that price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Then Paul said, For whom? For Christ I have suffered the loss of all things. For the knowledge of Jesus Christ I have suffered the loss of all things. I do count them but done that I may win Christ. So Paul had to weigh in the balance his possessions his privileges, the honors he had received, the things bestowed upon him. And then he said, For whom, for Christ, I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but waste matter. All the things I have ever owned, all the honors I have received, all the things that they have bestowed on me, they are but dung when I look at the knowledge of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I count all those things as done that I may win Christ. My objective and my goal, Paul said, and I confirm and concur, is that I may win Christ. My objective is to win Christ. 
the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things when people become covetous and envious and desire the things that you possess and you have to look at Christ and look at your possession choose Christ choose Christ when they choose the things of this world choose Christ Choose Christ when they try to strip you of that which you rightfully earn and it belongs to you and you have labored. Choose Christ. Choose Christ whenever you have to make a choice. Choose Christ. I count all things but laws for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Paul said, I've learned to be content in whatever state I find myself. Having food and shelter, I've learned to be content. I've learned to be content with what I eat. I've learned to be content with what I drink. I've learned to be content in where I lie. I have learned to be content in every situation. I've learned to be content. My soul is satisfied in Christ. Now Paul continued by saying, And be found in him, and be found in Christ. When folk look for you, they know where to find you, because you are in Christ, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith, unfeigned faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So the righteousness I desire and I pursue and I seek after is not to be found in him having my own righteousness. You know, you have a bunch of self-righteous folk who will tell you oh, how they lived and because of how they lived, God blessed them because of how they lived and the way they do it. That's having your own righteousness. That's the righteousness of this world. That is the righteousness of this cursed world. Be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. Oh, I kept the law. My mother raised me, and then my mother was this, and my father was this, and they brought me up in the church, and, and, and you never get saved. You never get saved. You receive, a for, you receive a form of godliness, but it's lacking in power. It's lacking in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You have a church experience, a religious experience, the traditions of your mother and father, but you have not known Christ. Oh, that I may know him, Paul said, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable. Amen. You become pliable in his hand. You're flexible. You can become all things to all men. What things were gained to me? Those I counted lost for Christ. Yes, doubtless. And I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Wisdom is a principal thing. We should get wisdom, but with all of our getting, we should get understanding. Get that knowledge of Jesus Christ, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but tongue, that I may win Christ. The Roman traditions and practices that you embrace are not Christ. Christ stood before Pilate, and Pilate washed his hands. Pilate gave in to those who sought the death of Jesus Christ. Pilate compromised. Pilate said, take him, 
crucify him. You dress like Rome. You practice their traditions. You implement their ways. You do the deeds of your master. But salvation is of the Jews. And Paul said, be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law. Roman law. Many have a righteousness which is Roman in origin. Roman righteousness. Roman dress. Roman practices. Roman gods. Roman traditions. Roman ways. But be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the fate of Jesus Christ. The Jews and the Romans rejected Christ. Why have you become Roman? Why have you become Roman in your ways, in your dress, in your belief? You celebrate the Roman days. You celebrate the Roman ways. You carry out the Roman behaviors. You seek to lord it over your brethren. You become Caesar in the church. And then you have your senators with you in the church. But the Bible says not so. We are all brethren. So we ought to be found in him. In Christ Jesus. Not having our own righteousness. Which is of the law. But that which is through the faith of Christ. The righteousness which is of God. By faith in Jesus Christ. Why? Paul then told us why. That I may know him. Do you know him? Do you know Jesus Christ? Do you know that it is he who opened the seven seals. So that we may see the revelations in the times in which we live. Do you know him? Do you know him that he is the lamb that is found worthy to Look upon the book and to open it. Do you know him? You're filled with fear. You're filled with anger. You're filled with all the fear of this world when it is Christ that opened the book, when it is Christ that have the keys of death and hell. But you're filled with fear. He said, fear not. Why are you so fearful? Paul says, I, I may know him. I want the knowledge of him that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. But you don't want to suffer with him. You don't want to suffer with him. You don't want to go through your trials and your tribulations and overcome with Jesus Christ. You practice the Roman Epicurean ways. You practice the lustful ways of the Romans. Caligula. Caligula is the one that you have emulated in the church, the Roman church, homosexuality, lesbianism, corruption. And it has spilled over, in, spilled over into the daughters of Rome in dressing, in habits, and in ways. But Paul says, oh, that I may know Jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. He suffered at the hand of the Roman Empire. Why are you practicing the Roman ways in the church? The Roman dress, the Roman color, the Roman clothes, the Roman staff, the Roman hat, and the Roman doctrine. You impose upon your fellow man. You will soon say crucify him. 
But Paul says that I may know him. I want to know Jesus Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want to know the fellowship of his sufferings. I want to be made conformable unto his death. Pilate said, take him away. Rome said, take him and go crucify him. Paul says, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Paul wasn't looking to go up in a rapture. He wanted to be the first resurrection. They lie to you. They tell you, oh, you're going to get away from all this. You're going to become Barabbas. You're going to escape your trials, Barabbas. You're going to escape your tribulation, Barabbas. You're not going to suffer, Barabbas. The world is going to love you, Barabbas. You're going to be the chosen one that escaped the trials, Barabbas. But the body of Christ, Pilate says, crucify him. And Paul says, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, the first resurrection, for the trumpet of God shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. We're going to be caught up, beloved. We are going to be caught up together with him at the last trump. We're going to be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. John said he was our brother and companion in tribulation. Folk talking about they want to escape the tribulation. The Bible says we were appointed unto tribulation, but not unto wrath. But because of being a superficial believer, superficial Christian, living on the surface, not going through, not pressing. They just adopt the doctrines of men. Then Paul says, not as though I had already attained, it's not like I have achieved that which I sought, either were already perfect, but I follow after, that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. I didn't get it yet, but I'm pressing, I'm following that I may get a hold of that which I seek, that which the Lord has gotten a hold of me so that he may give to me, that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Then he said, brethren, fellow believers, all of us in this one body, not clergy and laity, not deceivers and people, not separatists. The clergy separated themselves from the rest of the brethren. But Paul said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, there is something we have to do. Forgetting those things which are behind. Forget the trials. Forget the tribulations. Forget the persecutions. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward. Keep going forward. Keep moving forward onto those things which are before. See your goal. See the prize. See your objective. I Press towards a mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You gotta press. You gotta see that prize. You gotta become like Hussein Bolt. That finish line, I got to get there first. So his heart is fixed. His mind is made up to receive that natural prize. I press. 
I train, I prepare myself. I do all the things that are necessary. I eat right, I sleep right, I exercise. I get my mind in the right frame of mind because I need that price of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Paul then said, let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. You got to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not a robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. You are too proud. Your problem is your pride. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded and if any and if in any thing ye be otherwise minded god shall reveal even this unto you pride pride goeth before destruction and a heart is spirit before fall your pride is going to destroy you humble yourself humble yourself under the mighty hand of god and he will exalt you in due season nevertheless Whereto we have already attained to the point that we have already reached, let us walk by the same rule. Nevertheless, whereto we have already, we've, we've done some of the journey, we've covered some of the journey, and that which we have already attained, let us walk worthy in that. Let's walk by the same rule, one rule. Let us mind the same thing. Now Paul then continued to point out, he said, Brethren, brethren, be ye followers together of me. He said, follow me. And mark them which walk so as you have us for an ensample. He said, brethren, this is the right way. And look at those who are walking in this way of the word as you have us. For an example, he says, listen to this. I'm going to tell you so you understand. For many walk, they are on the journey too. For many walk, of whom I've told you often. I've told you so many times, numerous times. Many walk, of whom I told you often. And now tell you even weeping. I'm telling you with tears in my eyes that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Many are on the journey. Judas was with the body of believers. Jesus said, have I, have I not chosen 12 of you? Yet one of you is a devil. He knew. He knew who Judas was. For many walk of whom I've told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Many follow for the bread and the fish. Many follow for the benefits. Many follow for what they might get out of it. The enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, as wood for the fire, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, self-satisfaction, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. They're not looking up. They got a horizontal point of view. 
They mind earthly things. They care about the things of this world. Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. There are men with the love of this world in their hearts and in their minds who feel that it's beneficial to be among the body of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. And their glory is their shame. They mind earthly things. The things of this world, position, when I get rich and have stuff and be proud and boastful, when I get rich, when I prosper, when I accept the offerings of Satan, that's what they want to do. Paul says, not so. He says, for our conversation is in heaven. Looking up, our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look. For the Savior. We're looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're looking for Jesus. Not trying to make a, a dollar, trying to make our money, trying to get rich, coming up with a scheme. No, we're looking for Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the work in whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself so we're looking unto jesus oh that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering he jesus who shall change our vile body we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet of God shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. We shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the work and the working of that body, where he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this morning, thanking you, O God, for your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet, O God, that light unto our path. Show us, Lord, Teach us your word. Lead us in your word. Lord, you have made us ministers of reconciliation. Lord, you have given us this ministry. Help us, O oh God, to seek men and women to be reconciled to you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible tells us that there's one mediator between God and men. It's the man Christ Jesus. One advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. So you can go boldly to the throne of grace for yourself. You don't need anybody standing in your way. You can go to Jesus. The Bible says a broken and a contrite heart he will not despise. So I'm going to step away from here. That you may approach the Lord for yourself. You will find help. He is waiting and willing to help you. In Jesus name. Have a wonderful day.
Amen. Amen. Come on home, beloved. Come on home. Won't you? Won't you please? Please come home.